Hi guys, I'm Charity. And I'm Shaylee. And you're listening to Fallacious and Factual, a podcast where we dive deep into movies and TV shows and tell you how they got the story all wrong. Guys, I'm sorry. I feel so bad. Um, this this is a late, uh, a late post. It's a late episode. A late yeah. episode. Um, it was supposed to be up Friday, but, but due to unforeseen circumstances, we could yep. not record. Unforeseen, like, Charity being way too busy this last week. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. The story was, I was at the school until, like, almost nine o'clock because schools wouldn't leave because we... Yeah, we had a competition and stuff, and it was like eight thirty, and they were, should have been gone by seven thirty, but they weren't gone. So then finally, one of the janitors was like, "Yo, leave the school, please, so we, we can go home." Yeah, so we couldn't record then, and I was gone all day Friday and yeah. worked Saturday. Mm-hmm. So so here we are. Here we are. You're finally getting this episode. Yeah, and I I'm- vow to never let that happen again. So just so everybody knows. I will be recording an episode every week, even if it's Charities Week, so that yeah. you have something just in case. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, but we're we're getting this out before Monday. Mm, when do you think this is gonna? I'll go probably out? have it. Yeah, so it's Sunday, so I'll probably have it same day. Okay, okay. But today we are gonna talk about Radium Girls. You didn't even tell them the exciting news of why you were. Oh. I didn't. Well, <clears throat> um, so this weekend we had regionals. If you don't know what that is, it's basically just like a competition where you prepare a monologue and a scene or a musical number or something and you perform it in front of judges within your region. Mm-hmm. And I think my region's like 5A. And um, so then once that's all done, if you win, you get to go to state. And if like you lose obviously you don't get to go to state but i get to go to state yeah she won so i won so i'm going to go to state sometime in april yeah and it's this is for drama just yeah, in case you this didn't is, get that if you didn't yeah this is for drama i mean some of you may already know what it is but a lot of people don't know what it is yeah well I regionals can be it. for a lot of things like yeah. you have regionals for a video game competition that's or true anything like that yeah so i'm going to state and that'll be one week that I'm not here because that'll also be another busy week. Mm-hmm. Also, if I sound sick, which I probably don't, I'm like sick, but not sick. Does that make sense? I just stressed yeah. myself out way too hard over the past few days. And it's mm-hmm. my body's way of telling me to calm down. <laughs> so anywho, that happened this weekend. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And that's why I missed recording. But we are here and we're going to talk about radium girls. Mm hmm. How did you find out the story of Radium Girls? Okay, so I just finished a play. I was in Radium Girls. We did it at my high school. And this is first when I f- like first knew the story cuz I we don't you don't ever learn about this stuff. Like this is I feel like it was something that was talked about in my history class, but it was like brushed over. Yeah. Well, cause this was a big part of America's history because everybody was, if you were rich, you were buying it mm-hmm. because once they found out that radium was a cure, well, quotation marks was a cure for cancer. They put it in everything. They mm-hmm. had radium water. They had radium paint. They had, they had everything. Yeah. And so we, we never talk about it. And I, I didn't know what it was until we, first like i first looked at the script and we started reading it i also feel like it's a 
negative point of America's history, like racism and slavery and that kind of stuff. That that's why it's not talked about so much. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah, this happened. Okay, moving on. Yeah. Because Americans were were proud and we want to be proud of our country. Yeah. And not say that we murdered women by using radium. Yeah. Like, well, and it's also like at this time it was at this was also the time when people when states were becoming less segregated. Mm-hmm. So we mainly focus on that part. So then this was yeah. this was covered by a ton of social media outlets, but it wasn't as much as the protests were because that's that's such a big part of our history and it's a, mm-hmm. another horrible part of our history. Yeah. But this is at the same time, so it just gets brushed over True. Mm-hmm. to learn all of that, which I think we should. We should learn of it all. But True. we don't have enough days in the school year. I but, feel like, too, because it was women that were mainly affected by yeah. it, that that's another reason yeah. why it's not super talked about. Yeah. So. Um. Anywho, uh, there's a... I mean, is. It's a trigger warning. This is a super sad episode. Almost every girl that I talk about dies. Yeah. At at a very young age. I'm not sure what age they all did. But but it was young. It was young. Um, Other than that, I don't think there's... Oh, also warning. I will be talking about like bones and like... Some gruesome details. Some gruesome details. I won't go like very into detail, but just so you know... It is there. That will happen. I mean, it's a very gruesome story, so... it's... When we were going through the script, some of the stage directions, we were... Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, so I'm comparing the movie, the play, and the real story. But uh, the movie really let me down. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, Because... So I can't go scene by scene with this movie. I can't really talk about... I mean, I can, but I can't. So I'm going to inco- in, in cooper- incorporate some. There, you go. there we go. <laughs> incorporate some movie details in here. Okay. But I can't talk about the entire thing. Just because it was so different and not based yeah. on the actual people? Yeah. Okay. Radium Girls is about the watch factory workers. <laughs> if you guys just heard that, Shaylee's dog just like, they're just playing with each other. Ruby's finally feeling, <laughs> Ruby went to the vet yesterday and has been kind of whiny since, but she's finally feeling up to play, I guess, because they both just slammed against the door, so. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anywho. as you were saying. um, So, the Radium Girls, they, it says they worked at the Waterbury Clock Company. In real life or in the movie? In real life. Okay. So, this, the Water... Waterbury Clock Company is in Connecticut. So the okay. original Radium Girls didn't work there. Um, some of them transferred over there when the um, U.S. Radium Corporation got big, but they originally worked at the U.S. Radium Corporation in New Jersey. Okay. So in the movie, it looks like they're working in New York, which I was so confused because I was like, why is this set in like New York when everybody knows that it was in New Jersey? Because, hmm. I mean, they, they did... Do they tell you that in the movie, or is they it They don't just... tell you where they are in the movie. Interesting, okay. Yeah, um, anywho, it was, I was confused. I was seeing if I, on IMDb, if it told you where the, where it was located. Okay, because I, I was so confused. I don't think it ever said that in the movie, because they, they don't talk about where they're from. Sure. But, so, oh, so, in real life, they did move they did close up their doors uh in new jersey and move across the river to new york which is what they talk about in the play she when she's talking to tom she goes 
and they're just going to close the factory down and move across the river into New York. You remember when they're like breaking uh-huh. up? Yeah, yeah, that scene. So they do like do that, but that's not a, at this point, which I don't know. It got me confused. Maybe they're, maybe they are in New Jersey. It just looked like New York with everything that was going on. Well, you said that the girls in the movie aren't the same as the real story. Yes. So do you think maybe they're basing it off of later girls maybe? Or is there too much connected to the real girls? Well, so um, in the movie, the time period that they it should be mm-hmm. is the same time period as the original Radium Girls. Okay, so then it would have been an it, it would have. Okay, okay. And some people like to think that like... Some of the girls were based off other characters. Like, there's one. Her name is Molly. She is Bessie's older sister who dies, and they blame it on syphilis. And that's why she goes to work in the... um, That's why Bessie goes to work in the clock factory. We think she's based off of Amalia Maja. Pretty sure that's how you say her name. If that is wrong, don't yell at me. That is... Pronunciations are hard. Yeah. So yeah, Amalia Maja, okay, um, she was the first girl to die, and they blamed it on syphilis. Mm. So that's we, in the play, right? That's in the play. Okay, yeah. That's why when he's in one of my scenes, we talk about Amalia Maja, mm-hmm. and then in a in doctor in another doctor scene, yeah. So we oh they talk about her funeral mm-hmm. when Irene, not Irene, when Catherine's like, oh, Grace, you should have seen it. The courthouse was filled or the church was filled with all like flowers, carnations, mums. Yeah. But it was Amalia's funeral. And then they talk about like the guy with red hair who blew Mm -hmm. a kiss over the coffin. That Mm -hmm. scene. So they they do talk about her. And in the first scene, that's actually who they were going to scare with the paint. Gotcha. Yeah. So they, they do talk about her. So they think that she's based, that Molly's based off this character. But the thing is, is Amalia wasn't Grace's older sister. Yeah, she was just another factory worker. Yeah, she was She was a friend because all the girls were friends. Sure, they all worked together. They all worked together. Mm-hmm. They were, I mean, from sun up to sundown, they were working on dials in one room. Mm-hmm. So all you can do is talk. I feel like maybe that was just Hollywood's way of making it more relatable where it's like, yeah, because I'm sure she questions it more because it was her sister that died and not just one of the other workers that died. Yeah. Let's talk about the main radium girls. So the main radium girls are Grace Fryer, Edna Hoosman, Catherine Schwab, and the sisters Quinta McDonald and Albina Lawrence. Okay. I'm pretty sure Quinta is how you say your name. Not quite sure, though. Okay. But those were the main... The main four. Five. Five. The main five radium girls. Okay. In the movie, uh, their main five is Josephine Cavallo, Bessie Cavallo. Not sure how to say their last name. Their sister was Molly. And then there's Doris and Paula. Um, I looked everywhere and i could not find any of these names like there was so they're not based on real people at all there was nothing about them interesting like everything i searched up it was like oh the movie oh the movie but like i i did mm. deep searches i tried to find them there was nothing and there was nothing to say why they changed the names it was no. just it was just there there were names and i was like that there oh. could be like, there could be girls that were named these that died. 
But it wasn't but the actual But it wasn't main... the ones who sued the U.S. Radium Corporation. Because okay, okay. only a few sued. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I could not find anything. But the play, all of those names, the main ones are in the play, correct? So Grace Fryer and Catherine Schwab are the main focus. Edna and Quinta and Albina, they do talk about Quinta and Albina. I'm pretty sure that's how you say your name. Mm-hmm. But... So they do talk about that. It's just a brief overview, but they mainly focus on Grace and Catherine. Okay. And another girl, Irene, which Irene is bit Irene is a like a a real person. A real person, but she died. She wasn't one of the main ones who sued. So those are just the okay. ones who sued the company. Okay. I'm surprised more people didn't sue the company though. Yeah. I I was surprised too. I mean, I I think a lot of the girls got the compensation. Mm-hmm. Um, but cuz there were some who just needed the job cuz they were either um their brothers were at war, so they needed the money to keep them going financially or they were all alone, so they needed the money to keep them going financially cuz the Waterbury Clock Company or the company the U.S. Mm-hmm. Radium Corporation. In the movie, it's a whole other name, but it's mainly the same thing. Yeah. Um, they paid really well. If if you worked hard, because they paid, I they think... They paid per, per dial, didn't they? Yeah, they paid a penny per dial. Mm-hmm. So if you got 400 dials in a day, that's a lot. $4. Of, that's yeah. $4. And back then, Which that's would have been a, lot a lot of money. Per day. Yeah. Per day. So that's four times seven. That's like 28... Four, eight, twelve, sixteen, twenty, twenty-four, twenty-eight, twenty-eight dollars. If you worked every if day. If you worked every day. That's mm-hmm. twenty-eight dollars a week. Which some girls took a day off, but some girls worked every day just to keep them going. Sure. Um, financially. Sure. Um so at the beginning of the movie, we see someone selling Radiathor. Mm. So it's basically a bottle that has little bits of radium in the bottom. You add water to it and you drink it. It's supposed that to, happens in your play, doesn't that it? That does. Okay. So it's supposed to give you vitality. Yep. So this, it's a real product. Like, you could buy it and... And drink radium. And drink radium. Ooh. Yeah. Um, scary. Yeah. So only the very rich would buy it because radium... It was expensive. It was very expensive. Mm-hmm. So it was mainly the very rich. But you could buy... Radiathor. Wow. Yeah. Um, anywho, which which is one my question because here people came up with like Radiathor and they put radium in everything, mm-hmm. but then they're getting mad at the US Radium Corporation when they put radium in paint. Like, yes, you were killing all these women, but Radiathor was giving there- people cancer and a lot of things, because that's when they like they found out that radium gave people cancer, but everybody's getting mad at the U.S. Radium Corporation when... So were there lawsuits against the people of Radiacore then? I couldn't find anything. Weird. I know. Yeah, that's weird. I know. I was like... Because I knew, like, the U.S. Radium Corporation, they did, like, help supply it, but they didn't come up with it. They weren't the only suppliers. Yeah. They just... Anywho, they I just put it in their paint because it glows in the dark. Yeah. And that's good for watch faces. Yeah. Wasn't it military watch faces that they started yeah. with? So they 
um used them to send them overseas to the boys and that's one of that's one of the reasons why like a lot of the girls went to work there mm-hmm. because their one of their slogans was like help save boys overseas one dial with right. one life one less dial is one life lost so it's right it's all of that so it it started out that way and then they like grew to like oh you can have them in your homes or and stuff like that mm-hmm but like, anywho, that just, it got me so that's, confused. It's interesting to me that there's no I lawsuits know. against I, any of the other companies that were using radium. I know. I couldn't find anything. I was like, why, why are you just attacking the U.S. Radium Corporation? Like, what did they, I mean, they did kill all those women, but yeah, like. But I feel like if you're drinking radium, that should kill you as well. Yeah. Unless it caused like stomach problems that people didn't tie to the radium. Yeah, that that's true. Because the thing with the radium girls was very specific and like yeah. their mouths because they were licking, you know? Yeah. So it's like maybe they didn't have as bad of side effects. Maybe the water diluted maybe. it a certain way. Yeah. Like I I'm and, not sure. Yeah. That's weird. It w- it was weird. So oof, I'm gonna butcher this name. <laughs> Is it uh, the German guy? It's no. Oh, it's Mar- Marie Curie, but it's okay. Marie Skowalska Curie. Okay. Not sure how to say her middle name, but sure, we'll Marie, Curie. Marie Curie. We know who that um, is. She found radium in 1898. Okay. But didn't know it was a cure for cancer until 1902. And that's when we officially used it for cancer. And then after that, everybody put radium in everything. It was yeah. a big boom. Um, and it wouldn't be until 1925 that we would figure out that radium is harmful. So that's like... It's quite a few years. Over 20 years. That's mm-hmm. like 23 years that we... That we used radium we without used knowing radium the side without, effects of it. Yeah. Um, fun fact. Marie Curie's notebooks are still stored in lead boxes in France today. Because they're radioactive? Yeah. And they, they'll be radioactive for many many years to come because radium's half-life is 1600 years oh wow so her notes will be kept in lead until 35 34 and that's only and if you don't know what a half-life is it's a time it takes for something to have its quantity so it could still be in there for still be radioactive many many years to come was rate is radium what killed her Yes. Okay. That's what I had thought. Because she worked, she worked with a ton. I mean, she found mm-hmm. radium. So yeah. It, yeah. So they they'll be stored in lead boxes for years, for a long time, because they are so radioactive. That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. So back to the movie. So, like I said, it does not involve the actual radium girls. Yes, there were many girls that suffered, but there were five main girls who actually took it to the press yeah Yeah. in the play we talk about grace fire and Catherine swab and in the play there is irene rudolph okay so like i said irene is an actual girl um she's just not part of the main girls because she died too early to actually see the lawsuit go through sure your play mentions that right yes so irene rudolph like i said is when she's with them when they're talking about amalia's death she go right. when she says they were mums, flags, or she's like, because Amalia died from syphilis. What? I can't help it if that's what she died from. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, guys. I'm going to like be quoting she's the play quote. a lot. 
We're going to get the entire play right here. Uh, um, in case you were wondering what's well, it about. I, I just did the full play and then I did the uh, one act play. So did you guys do your one act one we, act off of Radium Girls? We did. Okay. Yeah. Is your what play is your scene from? Your your monologue that you do on your own? Um that's from um shoot. Um random tangent right here because I wanna know. Um I I know what it is. Uh Glass Menagerie. Okay. Yeah. So it's um, Glass Menagerie, if you didn't know who it's written by, it's written by Tennessee Williams. Hmm. Um, and I don't know who that is. He's just a play. I mean, he's not just a playwright. He He's just a playwright. He, he's a playwright. He wrote. Okay. I'm not sure what else he wrote, but I know he wrote okay. Glass Menagerie. Anywho, cool. that was my monologue. That she took regionals with. Yeah. Took state. Took state. I went to regionals with it. You said took regionals. Yeah. Well, yeah. technically, because you technically you haven't gone to state yet. I haven't gone to state. So you yet. haven't like taken state technically. Technically, I'm you going got, to you going to state from it. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, you won regionals with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay. So anyway. in the movie, um, the U.S. Radium Corporation is called the American Radium Factory. Wow. Why couldn't you just use the actual name? I don't it's know. Literally, literally the same thing. I don't know. It's it, it got it threw it threw me off so bad. So U.S. Radium Corporation is US, a real one. U.S. Radium. I mean, they're the same thing. Yeah, because U.S. and America, radium, radium corporation factory. Well, same thing. It, it was almost like the director was like, I don't want this to be about the actual people, so we're going to make everything exactly the same <laughs> except the names. Okay, let's go. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it, it threw me off so bad because in the play, yeah. they always say like the U.S. radium, like, because I'm, mm-hmm. I I was, I'll, I'll tell you, I have it in little like quotation marks when I actually mentioned the guy, but I played the lawyer. Mm-hmm. So I would all, I would always say the U.S. radium corporation when I, when I'm talking right. because I worked for the U.S. radium corporation. Right. In this, it's the American radium factory. Weird. I was like. Weird. The exactly American the same, radium, but okay. Wha- Anywho, that it it threw me off. So as we go on, I'm gonna either say like the I'm gonna say the U.S. Radium Corporation or the company. If I okay. say those two, then that means I'm talking about it's the, the American thing. Radium Factory. Okay, but I will never say the American Radium Factory because that's wrong. Because I mean, it's it's not wrong. It's it's, it's just wrong. My it's brain, not an actual thing. Yeah, my brain is just programmed to. The U.S. Radium Corporation. That's fine. So, that is, yeah. Um. So, like I said, the Waterbury Clock Company. That's where they were working. A lot of the girls transferred there, but they worked at the U.S. Radium Corporation. Okay. So the U.S. Radium Corporation first opened in 1914, founded by, oof, these names, man, Doctor Sabin Sab Sabian. Sabin, just choose one and run with it. Doctor, Sa- I'm not going to mention him again because sure. Anyhow, just choose one and run with it. Doctor Sabin Arnold okay. and Doctor Von Shoshaki. Okay. Pretty sure I'm saying Von Shoshaki wrong, but I mean when we per- sounds great. When we performed the play, we said Doctor Von Shoshaki. All right, so it's probably close enough. Yeah, and then Doctor George S. Willis. That one's easy enough. Yeah, so these guys are not mentioned in the movie whatsoever. 
Oh. In the movie, the guy who invented the paint and really the like the who got the guy who invented everything was a guy named Leech. Hmm. This was not a real person. Yeah. I feel like they just used that name to say that he's the bad guy. Yeah. Because you're not going to be a good guy named Leech. But like he wasn't even like the, the bad guy. Because yes, they did like they did. Um, they did create the company, but they handed it off before they knew of the dangers of radium. Okay. Because I will say I will say in a little bit, like three sentences, um, they handed off to Rotor or Reader. One of those two. In the movie, it's Rotor. In the play, it's Reader. In real life, it's both. So In real life, it's both? No, they just don't have a correct pronunciation for oh, it. Oh, 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 okay. <laughs> so, I was like, how does he have two <laughs> names? Well, it's spelled um, uh, R-O-E-D-E-R. Oh, it's German, right? I don't know. That's a, It's a German spelling. Maybe. R-O-E-D-E-R. So yeah. Yeah. Reuter. Reuter. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say. So in the play, we say so reader. Like the same. Yeah. In the play, we say reader. In the movie, it's rotor. So it's. Yeah. But. Even if this guy Leech was based off of Anshashaki, he still works there while reader is working there. Which doesn't make sense okay. because Anshashaki hands the company to reader and yeah. leaves. Okay. That's. All right. So, yeah. Also, um, Von Shashaki created the paint, not Leech. But Von Shashaki is in the movie, though? No. Oh. It, it didn't make sense. The entire time, I was like, who is this guy? And he's supposed to be in okay. love with her sister? I was like, dude, he's like 75. How old was your sister when she started working there? Gross. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird. And yeah. So it it confu- this movie was confusing. It let me down. I it feel that. Let me down. I feel that. But I digress. Anywho. So, um, like I said, Rotor takes over the company for Von Shashaki and is now the founder, not the founder, but is now the head of the US Radium Corporation. Okay. In the movie uh, Bessie, she's already painting at the fact she started painting. She started to work at the company when her sister died from okay. syphilis. Um, they, they never said when that was. They just said she started working after her sister died. Okay. Um, we see another girl come in and Bessie suggests that she use her hands instead of licking the paintbrush. So Bessie's using her hands Instead of licking, all the other girls are licking the paintbrush brushes and using them. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't find anything that said that the girls would use their finger, and I also couldn't find anything that they used the cloth. In the movie, they use in in the play they use the cloth. In the movie, she uses her finger. All in all the resources, it said it said to use they used their mouth. They mm-hmm. licked it. So they dipped, licked, paint. Dipped, licked, paint. Yeah. That was their, what is that word? Like routine. Routine. That was their routine. So I'm going to jump back to the real story. So Catherine Schwab started just a few months before Grace did. And remember, these are the two main girls. Um, And they also met with a girl named Irene Rudolph. 
Um, in the movie, they don't do an Irene. They mm-hmm. have all, like I already suggested. Mm-hmm. Um, but all the girls started at the U.S. Radium Corporation in 1917. Okay. So it was a while before they actually found out that radium was dangerous and they yeah, cause you said started. Yeah, because you said 1925 or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Also, like I said, the first girl to die was Amalia Maja. Okay. Amalia Maja died in 1922, and she was said to have died from syphilis, and that's why they got her sister was based off of Amalia Maja. Mm-hmm. They would only find out like two to three years later that she did not die from syphilis, but ooh, wait. weren't her bones still radioactive? Yes, she, she in she ate. Oof, what is that like? She ingested enough radium to kill like 10 people. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Wow. Mm -hmm. Again, that's why I'm, that's why I think that the girls were having more side effects of radium than like people that drank the radium water because of the amount of radium Mm -hmm. they were, they were putting into their body. Yeah. Anywho. So, uh, Grace quit the factory to work at the bank in 1920. So she only worked there for like less than three, three years. Okay. Cause it's from 1917, which she started working at the factory in 1917. We don't know mm-hmm. which month, but she, we know she started there in 1917 and she quit in 1920 to work at the bank. And okay. they do talk about this in the play. They don't talk about this in the movie. Okay. But Yeah. Um, so at this point, we still don't know that radium is dangerous and everybody's still cheering their wine glasses with radiothor inside of it. Cool. And then in 1923, Irene Rudolph dies. And this is where the play gets it wrong. So in okay. the play says that Grace quit when Irene died. So Irene dies, Grace quits, then she starts work, work at the bank. But Grace quit. Three years prior. Three years prior before Irene dies. Okay. And then Grace starts getting sick two years after she left the company. So in in the play, she does start getting sick two years after, but it's after After before it's before Irene dies because she would have if she left the company in nineteen twenty, she would have started getting sick in nineteen twenty two. Mm-hmm. Irene dies in 1923. Yeah. But in the play, Irene died in 1920-ish. Yeah. The same year. Okay. Yeah. Also, in the play, Reader publishes a promotional piece. I I can't find his promotional piece anywhere. So unless it's mainly for like doctor audiences and it's mm-hmm. in like the doctor's library or somewhere, I, I couldn't find anything that suggests he posted it because in the play it says like they started knowing of the dangers in 1906 Mm. but i in all in every um source i found it said that they found it was dangerous in 1925 interesting so also a little tidbit that i was confused Mm. um but i can't so i can't find that promotional piece because it's supposed to be a book about radium to all the doctors because he says we'll send it to like the radium doctors and then lee goes to every doctor in the u.s medical society and he goes that's perfect and yeah that scene Hmm. 
Oh, man. Okay. So we're going to jump back to the movie. Okay. Um, she fought, Bessie finds a little, we jumped ahead a lot in the movie because there were a lot of scenes that I couldn't tell you what, when, or where, or if it ever took place. Okay. But we're going to jump forward. Um, Bessie finds a little, like a notebook or like a journal from her sister that told her that Leech suggested she not lick the paint because the paint was dangerous. Okay. Um, so this, she found the, the diary in like 1920. Because okay. it was when she like first started working at the factory. So unless they had a time traveler to go back and say, hey, I'm from 1925. I know, I know the paint's dangerous. Don't lick it. They would not have known of the dangers of the paint. Mm-hmm. Because we did not know that radium was dangerous. Sure. Until 1925. Sure. Yeah. So, anywho, this movie, this movie made me so mad. I was watching <sighs> it and I was like, oh, just all over the place. It was all over the place. And <laughs> you should have just stuck with the book. I should have. <laughs> I should have. It would have, yeah. Probably would have been more fulfilling than watching that movie. Probably. So then we jump back to the real story. Grace didn't start to sue until 1927. Okay. That's when she was officially looking and finding a lawyer for her to sue. So it took her quite a few years to really get sick and yeah. realize what it was from. And mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because at first it just started as like a backache, a toothache. Mm-hmm. And I mean, back then they didn't have like good hygiene. Yeah. So it was like, oh, like my tooth's yeah, aching. Yeah, yeah. Like. Or like, oh, my back aches. I've been sitting in a chair all day. Or I've been standing at the bank because also she had a sore leg. It's like I've been standing at the bank. Okay. So she, you could like pin, you could almost pinpoint where everything was coming mm-hmm. from. It wasn't until she like was like, oh my gosh, radium's the, dangerous. Radium's dangerous. Okay. If you don't know the side effects of radium, oof, this is where it's gonna get like a it's gonna little get graphic. Graphic. So it's. They are as followed. Toothaches, mouth sores, pain in the gum and jaw, aches and pains in the hips and the feet. And this is just what the dial painters experienced. Mm. So everybody drinking the radium, I don't know how it affected. Because, I mean, radium does cause cancer because they found that out years later when they thought it cured cancer when it kind of, I don't, I don't know how that worked. Yeah. But yeah. It's probably just the way that it's utilized. Probably. If it's like targeting one thing instead mm-hmm. of just like. Instead of you ingesting it. Yeah. Um, so when Grace tried to sue, when she tried to go to like uh, a ton of attorneys, she was told that the law couldn't allow it. Mm-hmm. They blamed it on the statute of limitations, mm-hmm. which if you didn't know, was two years from the date of injury. Yes. Two years from the date of injury. Your clients are out of time. Sorry. That's one of my lines. Mm-hmm. Anywho, she nobody would help her because the statute of limitations is up. Yeah. So then she went to Catherine Wiley of the Consumers League. I could not find how Grace got in touch with her. All I know is they met and started everything. They just like mm. found a lawyer. They 
Catherine was like, oh, we can we can really show them. And yeah. And that happens in your play. That happens in the play. Okay. She shows up and she goes, mm-hmm. hi, I'm Grace Fry. And she goes, I actually meant to talk to you. Yeah. And then she talks about the hitting them where it matters most. Their public image, Miss Fryer. Miss Roder will come to you with his hat in his hands. Anywho. <laughs> Soon after they get together, um, Catherine finds Grace a lawyer. Um, his name is Raymond Barry. In the movie, it's a different name. I did I write down his actual name? That's in the movie. In the play, isn't the lawyer a woman? So in our play, it was a woman because we mm-hmm. didn't have enough guys to oh, actually okay. do it. So these are okay, the real okay. names. So like in the play, we called her Regina Barry, which it still starts with an R. It's still mm-hmm. like the same. They. Um. Here, let me find it because I thought I wrote it down. Henry. That's kind of. I feel like Henry is less weird than Raymond. Well, it's not even close to sounding of the name. I mean, neither is Bessie. Mm-hmm. Anywho, um, they just changed his first name because, I mean, the lawyer kind of... But, I mean, it really doesn't need to be Barry anymore when the main girl isn't even, like, Grace Fryer or, like, yeah. Bessie Fryer mm-hmm. or, like, yeah. Anywho, not even anything close. Not even anything close. So his name in the movie is Henry Barry. In real life, it's Raymond Barry. In the play, it was Regina Barry. All right. Just changing names all up in here. So in every source, it didn't specify how Barry came to work for them. It just said, like, Catherine, like, he's just started working for them. Okay. I Maybe I missed something. I could have. But I in all the sources that I found, he just started working for them. Okay. So in the movie... It has, so Bessie's calling around looking for a lawyer and no lawyer is going to take it. And that's because of the U.S. Radium Corporation. In reality, it was because of the law. Because okay. they knew that they could never win because of the statute of limitations. Yeah. Um, was the statute of limitations changed after this trial? Um, I think so. I think it wasn't. But because in the trial... um. Ray or oof, I want to say Regina. Raymond Barry, he says, um, like, um, two years from the date of cause two years from the date the cause of injury is discovered. And then I say, Ah, oh, you're how fond of the imagination. Yeah. Anywho. Um, so ooh. So most statute of limitations range from one to eight years. So it's all different for every state. Um, but this, this did, this whole case thing, it did protect workers from the, because in this they said, oh, like, we didn't know and all of, all of this stuff. And then they're like, oh, so it like, that's when like the health department or something, when they had to regulate everything. Mm -hmm. So this, this did help the workers a lot, but in this, every state it's different. So it can range from... One to eight years. Okay. So, we can jump back into the movie. So, in the movie, she goes to Thomas and Ita's house. Um, If you don't know who Thomas and Ita are, if you watch the movie, they are her black friends. So, they, like, go to, like, a black party, and it's because the New Jersey is still separated 
they're still segregated okay um so they they go to her house and ita or etta or whatever her name is <laughs> um she shows a film of like the protests and like real life and bessie starts talking about how she wants to work for hollywood and ita's like well, that's not real life though and bessie's like mm. but that's just what i want to do and then ita like anywho it was this whole thing um these two are n- fictional characters um i think okay. they put them in just to show what was going on because they were mm-hmm. in the middle of um the segregation the segregation and, and trying to get lawsuits lawsuits okay. yeah they were they were in the middle of that mm-hmm. and um it's so i think it's just to show what was going on um but from all accounts i don't they're fake people they were fake people okay. and then like bessie and ita get arrested and all oh. of that yeah um, so hollywood took over is what you're saying yeah yeah orange new jersey they did not integrate until the early 1960s okay so it's a little bit it's a little bit of time between the lawsuit and when they actually integrated okay so let's jump okay no we're gonna stay in the movie okay bessie and her sister so not bessie and her sister bessie's sister gets examined by dr flint and he diagnoses her with syphilis okay this is incorrect because in the true story and the play um she is examined by Dr. Frederick Flynn. Okay. The names are similar, but they still got it wrong. So mm-hmm. I'm going to say they got it wrong. Yeah. He also does not diagnose her with syphilis. He says she fine. She ugh, he says she's fine and the only thing that's ailing her is poor dental care, poor dental care and poor diet. Oh, interesting. And then he tells her to eat raw meat and cuz that's also in the play. And to she, eat raw meat? Yeah, to eat raw meat. It, you, um, oof. And eat lots of raw meat. Raw calf's liver. Cook it if you must, but at least two to three times a week. Oh, I didn't know that was a prescription they would do for. Yeah, weird. Toothaches. I know. Weird. So she never actually was diagnosed with syphilis. Hmm. Which is... Doesn't the play say that she was diagnosed with syphilis too? The play says Amalia Maja was diagnosed with syphilis. Mm. But then they have this whole... Then they have this whole scene where he comes to her house, he examines her, and then he leaves. And then she goes, Dr. Freddie Flint, PhD. That's not even a real doctor. Mm -hmm. Which, in fact, he was not a real doctor. Oh, really? No. He was... Like a teacher at the Columbia University. Oh, a professor. He was a professor. Ooh, professor. A professor. But he wasn't in, he didn't do the, like the medical care. Okay. He was, I can't remember what it was, but he wasn't in medicine. Interesting. Yeah. So crazy. In the movie, they never talk about Dr. Neff. So he's the one that helps Grace find out what's wrong with her. Dr. Neff, he is a real doctor. He was he, he's a dentist. He was a dentist. So he doesn't have as much standing as like the all the higher ups. Uh, and Goodness. so <laughs> that's why the US Radium Corporation never hired him on 
as one of their experts. Experts. There you go. After this, we meet the Radium Corporation's lawyer. In the movie, they never say his name. But his real life name is Edward Markley, who I played, by the way. That was me. What was your name? Edith Markley. Oh, okay. <laughs> Edwardina? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, how do you make Edward female? <laughs> It was either Edith Markley or Edna Markley. Mm. I did not like Edna Markley. Edna Maud. No offense to like anybody whose grandma's name is Edna. Oh, I just think of Edna Maud from... Oh, I didn't. The Incredibles. I just thought of like those grandmas whose name were Edna. And I was like, I don't want to be an Edna. I don't, I don't want to be an Edna. I don't... So I stuck with Edith. He comes to... Betty Bessie's and her sister's house, forgot her sister's name, and offers them both $1,500 to keep silent. Mm. So in the, in the play, he, he does do this. He comes to uh, Grace's house and he goes, I mean, I could recite the entire. You could do the whole could, play for us at this point. I could, I could do the entire scene for you. <laughs> he offers the $1,500, which they do not take. And Grace doesn't take it either. In the true story, she doesn't take it. In the play, she doesn't take it. In the movie, they don't take it. That's one thing that the play got right. So in so in real life, he offered the $1,500 as well? Okay. Yeah. And in the play, Mrs. Wiley tells Grace to use public sympathy to tarnish the Radium Corporation's name. Okay. I couldn't find anything to say that she did. Hmm. I couldn't find any interactions between them. I feel like that would have been something that she did say to do, though, because that's a very strong point to make. Yeah. To be like, look at this girl, this young girl whose life is she has no destroyed fulfillment at this point. of motherhood. She mm-hmm. can't do anything. Yeah. And so to utilize that sympathy from yeah. the public to at least help the trial go forward, especially since they're battling with the statute of limitations, it makes sense. Yeah, it does make sense. So after this, we get into the trial. Mm-hmm. The judge for the case is a man named William Clark, and during the trial, we meet a lot of people, but we have no account for what actually happened in the trial. Oh, really? Yeah. I couldn't find... I found... No court documents or anything? I found one. It was kind of a court document. Okay. It was... Um, it was Edward Markley. He sent a letter to the judge... I talk about it a little bit later. Oh, no. I talk about it like right now about Grace and how she was fine when she left the company and is just now getting sick. Mm-hmm. So in the whole letter, it's him trying to persuade the judge that it was never the company's fault that she got sick. And basically say like she was fine when she was working with us. Why? Why is she just now getting sick when she worked at the bank? It could be the bank's fault. But all these blood records of all of our girls are fine. So how could it be us if everybody was fine working with us? That was the basically the whole letter. It was a very interesting letter to read. Hmm, that is interesting. Yeah. And Markley used many things to delay the case. because hmm, Just like he does in the play. Just like he does in the play. Because he knew it was a lawsuit against time. Because mm-hmm. if the girls died... There's no payouts there's, happening. There's no payouts. Yeah. So he used 
so many things to delay everything. That's so frustrating. I hate, I hate corporations for that. It's like, listen, these girls are dying. Give them, give them a hundred bucks. Yeah. I mean, call it good. He was just doing his job. Ugh, it's so annoying though. Yeah, it is. Oh, I hated you so much in that play. <laughs> can I just say, can I just say Charity did such a good job. Oh, I just hit my microphone. Charity did such a good job. Yeah, thanks. I freaking hated her, though. A lot of people did. Sorry. This microphone is not wanting to stay up. I hated her. The entire time I'm just sitting there like this, B-I-T-C-H needs to just (laughs) knock it off. She's like, we need to delay the trial. It's like, these girls are dying. Stop delaying the trial. But it's yeah. good to know that that was like actually what happened. Yeah, I mean, because I w- one of my one of my literal lines, it's when it's at at the end when we actually go to trial. Well, like it's to define standing. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm talking to reader, and he goes, "How can I make them understand that I didn't mean for any of this to happen? How can I make her see that I'm not the bad guy?" Mm-hmm. And I say, "You don't. You don't talk to her. You don't make her understand." And then he says, but she looks like death. And I say, they all look like death. Chills. Literal chills. But, yeah, he was, I mean, he was just trying to get paid. It's his job. I freaking, there's so many lawyers that I'm just like, how do you sleep at night? Yeah. How do you go home and say, mm-hmm, I put in a good day's work today. How? 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 Like when you're on a murder cri- a murder case? And you know that person committed the murder. How do you defend them? How? I could never be a lawyer because they would be like, yeah, so I actually did it, but I need you to make it seem like I didn't. And it's like, I quit. I quit right here and right now. I'm walking out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, anywho. So then we get introduced to Catherine Drinker. She is in the movie. In no. Yes. Okay. In the movie, she has somebody writes her a letter and is like, "Hey, they doctored your report. Aren't you gonna do anything about it?" Okay. 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 In mm-hmm. the play, she sees that they doctored the report and she lets Catherine know. In real life, she sees that they doctored the report, so she sends it to the judge to be like, "Hey, she sends the full report." Mm-hmm. She sends it to the judge to say, hey, this was the actual report. Whatever they're giving you is false. So and what was this report on? This was the report on the paint and the girls. So basically just the entire, basically just the entire company. Okay. So in that's why in the movie or in the play, he pulls out one paper and it's the blood conditions of all of his, the girls working there. Mm-hmm. In the play, it is the exact same thing. Mm -hmm. So she tested the paint. She tested the property. She tested the girls. And that is what, in the letter I just said, that was the blood conditions that they sent to the judge. Okay. But they didn't do the entire report. Because if they did the entire report, it basically said, the paint's harmful. Yeah. Nobody can be around the paint. Right. Right. Because that's in the the play. He pulls it out and he says, we're just going to show them this. 
piece of paper. Yeah. And not any of the other ones. Mm-hmm. So she was an inspector then that came through and did it? So her and her husband, she works she works with the industrial oof. The industrial school of hygiene or something or other. Oh, the school of hygiene. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So she dot oh reader was like, hey, come test the paint because it's fine. Like it's it's fine. There's nothing on the property. And then they find out and that then it's they not find out this fine. and he goes, Nobody can know about this. Mm-hmm. So then so she found out that they doctored the report. She sends one to the uh judge. And then somebody from the Consumers League tracks her down and she gives them the report, which then gives it to Catherine. Reader also gave the one the one page to the Department of Labor. Mm. And not the entire report. Not the entire report. Okay. And this is when she sent out a lot of them. She was actually planning she went to like a big company or like a big like news outlet and was gonna publish the entire thing for everybody to see. Oh dang. But somebody from the Consumers League tracked her down before she published it. And that's how the Consumers League got the information. And I I couldn't find anything saying they published it, but there were some records that say they did, some say they didn't, some mm. say they just went to the judge. Mm. So it's, it's either way, the either way the information got out. got out and to the judge. Okay. After finding this out, Dr. Niff examines the bones of the deceased Amalia Maja. Mm. He like found that her bones were extremely radioactive and she mm-hmm. definitely did not die from syphilis. Yeah. I think when the bones are glowing, that's when you know that she did not die from syphilis. Because a lot yeah, of the radium real. girls' bones, they're still glowing today. Mm-hmm. Which is Because that's what radium does. Yeah. Uh, in the play, the one German guy. Von Shoshaki. Mm-hmm. He talks about his hands. Yes. I couldn't find anything about the only thing that I could find about him was that he made the paint. That was interesting. I searched and searched and searched and maybe people can find other things. Maybe it was because I was on my school computer because I was working on this while at school. Um, But I could not. I don't because it it would make sense that it caused um, radium necrosis in the hands because it caused it in the jaw. Mm-hmm. And it like completely demolished their jaw. But I'm not completely sure about the hands. He died at the age of 45 in 1928. So this was just a few years after. It says he died in his home. Yeah, um, from radium injuries, which would make sense because he invented the paint. Yeah, so he probably would have had probably had it worse because it wasn't mixed in with the paint it was just plain radium exactly don dr von shoshaki died of radium injuries in 1928 at the age of 45 so he did die of radium injuries we just don't yeah. know what type of radium inju- injuries no oh this says a man responsible for every drop of radium paint on earth would not escape the horrors of his creation Toothless and fingerless. He died on November 14th, 1928. Which would make sense, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he called it undark, the radioactive paint. 
I think he calls it Undark in the play too, doesn't he? When they mm. call it Undark? I don't, maybe. I thought he said Undark. I, I'm not completely sure. Yeah, so he was toothless and fingerless. So yeah, toothless and radium fingerless. injuries, aka he lost his teeth and fingers. Yeah. And a lot, a lot of the girls lost all of. I mean, with Amalia Maja, her doctor Neff removed her entire jaw just by lifting it out of her mouth mm-hmm. because of radium. Is that the picture? Yeah, that you see where the yeah. jaw is like really. And gone? um, there is a picture of. Have you seen the picture of Grace Fryer? Mm-hmm. the one where she has like this giant uh-huh yeah that one that's what radium did to all of most of the girls oh that's so sad and then they had the back aches and the feet aches and uh-huh the like everything they lost all of their teeth they it just makes me think how many chemicals we're putting in our body every day that are going to do these same things down the road yeah because we we don't know everything we don't so it's like every time somebody's like, this new thing is out, try it. I'm like, do I try it though? Because yeah, someone thought once upon a time radium was okay. I mean, people were drinking radium. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Um, so we think that they used this whole like Dr. Neff's report on Amalia Maja in the case, but we're not completely sure because... Mm. The media covered the girls, but I don't think they ever covered the trial. Oh, okay. Because I couldn't find anything about the actual trial. And it probably wasn't a time that trials were actually made public either. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so the girls ended up settling for $10,000 each mm. in addition and an additional $600 per year annually while they lived. Okay. They also, all their medical expenses were paid for for the rest of their lives. Oh, that's nice. Which wasn't long. Which wasn't a long For but... most of them. But at least they got it. Yeah. So in the play and the movie, uh, Barry seems to be okay with this settlement. But in real life, he did not like it. He thought the company was getting the better end of the deal. Because he knew that, I mean, $10,000... Mm-hmm. for each girl but then they wouldn't have to pay that six hundred dollars per year annually because plus six hundred dollars i just looked it up six hundred dollars from 1927 ish to today is only ten thousand dollars a year yeah that's not even a full living wage no wow yeah, yeah that's ridiculous um so and he but he knew so wait, so he thought they were getting the better end of the deal. Although he knew the girl's situation was getting desperate, he was skeptical of the mediator. So he was skeptical of the district judge, which then he came yeah. to find out that the judge was a stockholder for U.S. Radium Corporation. Lovely. Yeah, that makes... Yeah. You know, you're supposed to check these things before you go into trial mm-hmm. to make sure there's no biases, because that is ridiculous, because then I just searched up $10,000. So technically, each girl, if it was today, each girl got $172,000 and then $10,000 a year. That's literally nothing to have your jaw fall out of your face. To be in pain all the time. Mm-hmm. I mean, yes, they didn't have to pay for any of their like medical expenses because that was all paid for. But that's the minimum that company could do. But like these girls are in pain and dying. 
uh-huh. they're like, oh, we'll give them this. And it's the- not even like, we'll give them this plus the $600 for the family for the next whatever many years. No, no it's you just- paid it out for maybe another two or three years. Not even. The mm-hmm. girls died within a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're, you literally paid nothing for these women. Yeah. That's ridiculous. So it makes me so mad. Yeah. All the girls ended up, they ended up dying within the year and earlier. That's ridiculous. So the company did, they paid $600 to like three. Wow. Women in total. Cause there, there were some of them that were, Really? I mean, they've been fighting this since they started at the company. Mm-hmm. And then from the time they quit to 19, what did I say, 27 was when yeah. they officially started. Mm-hmm. That's like. That's a long time. I mean, Grace was suffering for what, seven plus years at that point? Yeah. Because she quit. I mean, she quit in 1920, so that's seven years. She started getting sick in like 1922. Yeah. Is that correct? So a whole five years she's battling this. To then get $10,000 and probably not even the 600 because she died before that. Yeah. Gosh. Yeah. Freaking corporations. <laughs> yeah. So that's the story of Radium Girls. America's it's such a frustrating woman. one. After Taylor and I watched her play, we were driving home and just talking about it. We're like, this is such an aggravating story. And it makes sense why there's things like workman's comp and mm-hmm. the... Uh, HR departments, like, making sure that companies like that can't take advantage of people. Or, like, with when you're going to trial, you move the trial somewhere else instead of having it in the same county. Yeah. Because the judge was a stockholder for U.S. Radium. He's going to lose all of his money. Yeah, if the company goes under. Yeah. So. That's when, when whoever figured that out should have, like, taken it higher, like, state or in senate like oh that's so frustrating yeah but uh factual facts the last radium girl that died was 107 oh wow yeah i don't know how old she was when she started working at the radium company but she she, was 107 did she have any side effects from the radium um i think so but not enough to but so i think she started working at the company when she was a little older but mm-hmm. I mean, still, 107. That's old, yeah. I know. And uh, during this trial, some people called the radium company a cold-blooded murder industry. Yeah, I mean, it, I would too. I would too. But I only found two factual facts. That's okay. There was a lot of factual facts in the Yeah. Thing. But anywho. Cool. So that that is the U.S. radium. Wow. That is radium girls. Radium girls. It's, it's an interesting story. Don't watch mm-hmm. the movie. Don't waste. I watched. It's a waste of time. Okay. If you, if you want a basic storyline of radi- what the Radium Girls were. Watch the movie. Mm-hmm. But if you want a true story or like, I don't know, the actual the Radium Girls. actual facts going watch, into it. Watch the play. Read mm-hmm. the book. Yeah. Like the, pl- the play and the book were written by the same people. And for me, the play is an amazing play. It mm-hmm. is so good. Well, and the fact that they got almost everything right, yeah, in the play, like that's they huge. they got so much, mm-hmm. and it was it was so much fun to put on because I had never heard of the story until we officially started reading the uh, script, and we got our roles, and it 
it was such a fun play to, it's a tragic a tragic story it is yeah. a tragic story but it was a lot of fun because no not many people knew of the radio not many people knew radium girls mm-hmm. so when they would come to our plays it's like oh my gosh this is a true story mm-hmm. this is america's story mm-hmm. that nobody ever hears about anymore and it was a based on a true story that was actually based on a true story yeah it's not just like the oh this there's, there's some facts there's in some there, facts but... in here like the movie it's yeah. fine i'm sorry the movie let me down the actors were amazing Sure. The I mean, there was a love story in it because I mean, she did, Bessie didn't die at the end because her sister did though. Her sister died. She mm-hmm. didn't die because she was using her fingers. Uh huh. Yeah. Plus, it's kind of a very gory movie. Oh, is it? Kind of. Her sister. Her sister's in the bathtub. She is using the bath. The bath water is like white or like that kind of stuff, so you can't see anything. But like on the on the seal like the bathtub lip mm-hmm. is like one of her teeth and there's like a ton of blood and she's got blood all over her hands oh, or then like they're falling out yeah and then her sister and then she's also starts like coughing up blood and like mm-hmm. her and then um i'm not sure if they do like and then she has like jaw surgery and it shows them like removing the jaw out of her mouth oh. um and then her <laughs> one thing that was also like Really, really costume department. She gets jaw surgery and they take her jaw out of her mouth and then she still can speak. And there's there's her face looks fine. Even though she has no jaw. Yeah. Plus, she's like laying her like, you know how when you like lay your head on your sister's lap or Uh like on their shoulder, she's putting pressure on her on her band-aids around her jaw and she just had jaw surgery. Uh I was like. Yeah, that seems like it's not very fitting. Yeah, and I, it was so confusing because I was like, really? Like, costume department? You couldn't have done something like CGI? Because this came out in 2018. I guess it depends on, like, how much of her jaw they said that they removed. Yeah. Anywho. But still, like, I wouldn't lay on my sister's lap if I just had jaw surgery. No. Or, like, she was laying down in the bed and her pillow was, like, here. I was like, ow. Oh. Oh, since you guys can't see that, Charity oh. just put their pillow right up next to her face. <laughs> I think she sometimes forgets that we're just voices that you can hear. You can't actually see us. I'm sorry. No, like because she had her pillow like up against like, her, jaw, her jaw, like tucked under her jaw and she's sleeping on her side. Mm. I was like, if you just had jaw surgery, which it's the day after she like two days after she just got jaw surgery, uh-huh. she is laying down on a pillow like up on. against her jaw. Yeah, that would be painful. And then she's also like laying her head on her sister's shoulder, but like her sister's like her, like not like a little taller than her. So when she did it, like hit her, I was like, ah, when I was watching it, ah. I was like, pain, pain, pain. Yeah. It made me in pain. Again, I wonder like how much of the jaw was removed. But still, it's, they cut her open and she's That's like true, laying yeah. on. Anywho. Yeah. And then her, Ugh. and then it looked completely fine. I was like, costume department. She Come just on. had jaw. This part, because it, it looked like they were removing this part. She still had a like really nice jawline. Which part is that? I don't know. This part. <laughs> I can't see you. Her jawline part. So the jaw that's connecting to like up into your ear. Yeah. 
Yeah. She still, I mean, she had like somewhat of a good jawline. I mean, I, anywho, huh. I was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. But, you know, it's the, it's the movie. Yeah. But I would, I would suggest on YouTube, you can find really bad versions of it. But they're still a lot better than the movie. Interesting. Yeah. Anywho, that's America's right. Shining Woman. That's Radium Girls. America's Shining Woman? Yeah, that's what the book's called. Oh, I because, see. Because, I mean, a lot of the girls are still glowing today. Yeah, all their bones. Yeah. Hmm. A few of them are encased in lead. That makes sense. Which, yeah. But that's Radium Girls. Well, cool. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. We will get this posted ASAP for you guys. Yeah. And you guys won't hear me next week. No, next week I've got Elvis coming with Joseph. Yeah. That movie, if you guys have not watched it, go watch it right now because it is really, really good. Yeah. And it's going to be a long episode. I'm just letting you guys know right now, it's going to be a long one. Yeah. So, I mean. But they did a really good job with it. I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah. This one's only like an hour and. I mean, it's an hour and 19 minutes now, but once you. Once I edit it, it'll be a little shorter. It, it'll be like an hour and 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. Elvis will be. A good one that's coming up next. Yeah. So I don't know what we're doing after Elvis. Is that my turn? I don't know either. No. Huh. I'll do another one. Okay. So I, I can do I can do one. All right, guys. Well, Anywho. we'll see you next week with Elvis. Yeah. I mm. mean, I won't see you next week with Elvis, but. Charity won't. She'll probably see you the following week. Probably. Okay. Okay. All right. Bye. Bye. You can find us on Instagram at Felicious and Factual. That is. F-A-L-L-A-C-I-O-U-S-A-N-D-F-A-C-T-U-A-L. You can send us a Gmail with any stories you want to hear at fallaciousfactual at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. And remember, keep it factual and... Bye, fallacious!